0: In the beginning there was nothing, then there were comic books, once you enter our world there is no escape, comic exposure begins Three, two, one. 3, 2, 1
1: Hey, we're back. This is uh Comic Exposure, a very special episode of Comic Exposure, right Travis? A very professional. A very episode. professional. Uh we got a new mic set up, so if we don't sound like we're in a like a tunnel, that's probably good. Um and then also, we're going to talk about uh we're not talking about a trade today. I like to call these I don't know how
0: I don't know if these are gonna continue far into the future, but we're trying something out here, I like to call these our variant issues.
1: Oh, I like you know that. What I'm A variant issue. That's good. I like that. So we've decided that uh, in between trade episodes, in between trade episodes, uh, we're going to go ahead and do like a short episode where we just talk about comics, uh, other stuff that's going on, and uh, just kind of comic book stuff as opposed to focusing on the trade. Uh, one, it gives us just more time for you and I to sit around and, and talk geek about out. comic books and geek out. And then two, it puts something out. Every week, I think is is what we're going for. Yeah, the demand
0: the demand for comic exposure is is quite high. It is. We have the the beast. We we have to
1: supply the demand. That's that's what we're doing right now. Well, I mean,
0: I I really like the format of comic exposure, where you you read a trade and it becomes like a book club. Um, But it is limiting to where your conversation can go. Yeah. And as being as geeky as we are, if you're going to mention something, we can go off on a tangent on that. This is our, I guess I'll say our sandbox. You oh, know, I like or that. we can that's kind it. of play the around. Variant,
1: and, the variant issue yeah. sandbox We're working edition. Things out. We're going to figure yeah. out
0: a good title by the time this is up. I think that's good. I think it's um, good. Before we get into this, uh, I'd like to remind you that if you, uh, if you are staying current right now, you should be reading... Um, Underwater uh,
1: Welder. Underwater we- Welder. Um. Written and drawn by uh, Jeff Lemire. Mm-hmm. Uh, real super indie... Uh, graphic novel from a guy who's writing a bunch of stuff at uh, writing for DC, and then now he's going to go write Hawkeye for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of cool. So um, he's got like,
0: quite a quite a history in the biz.
1: Yeah, he does. And so we went from a big two book uh, talking about Batman on the last podcast, and then our next episode after this, we're going to talk about uh, kind of a real indie book on top shelf, which will be a little different for us to do. Um, so you should check that out. That's uh, that's the next one. So if you want to read with us, that's the one we're reading right now. Um so here's what we're going to do. Uh, Travis and I last week last week we went to uh amazing Arizona Comic-Con, which Air- amazing Arizona Comic-Con. So this is like not only is this a very special episode trying something new, but we're going to start off talking about uh how amazing Arizona Comic-Con Josh, if went. you could pick one word
0: to describe uh, Arizona's Comic-Con last week, what word would that be?
1: What word would that be? Um, and I don't I don't want this to come it, so let me preface. Let me preface, and I'm going oh, oh, it's
0: not the <laughs> obvious. Amazing is what you're going to say. You're uh,
1: going to say it doesn't hold up to. Hold on now. I, I no. Can't. Okay. Let's, let's okay. okay. Well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about. So so Comic Con last week was on Valentine's Day weekend. So I'm gonna. I've been to Amazing Comic Con a couple times before. So it's not like this is the first time I've been. I I went to Amazing Comic Con. So this year it was at uh, one of the Phoenix Convention Centers in Phoenix. I believe it was uh, down. It was down there last year too. But I think 3 years ago, 3 or 4 years ago it was at uh the Mesa Convention Center. So it was in downtown Mesa. So it's grown quite a bit. Yeah, right. so it was in a much smaller place and maybe that maybe that was better. But here's my word uh for Valentine's Day Amazing Arizona Comic Con. It seemed a little sad. It seemed it, a little sad. It did. I I, I
0: went to uh, Amazing Con, probably the first year as the Convention Center. Uh-huh. That that's when they brought the car. Did they have cars that year? Yeah. They bring cars yes. and stuff out front. And there was this year it was I don't know if if Phoenix has just been maybe inundated with too many cons this year because maybe. of the success of the summer con, yeah, but um i it was the 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 energy was low, which was that wasn't fun to walk into and have a yeah. low energy, yeah, but at the same time, um I will say that it was nice not to have to like swim my way through a giant yeah, cloud. Yeah, and
1: this is always a smaller con anyways. It yeah. is. There's not as many artists there. There's not as many like speakers there. There's not as many panels there mm-hmm. um, as there are at the big Phoenix Comic Con over the summer. Right. And then Phoenix had their winter one in December. So they did, uh, so Phoenix Comic Con did like a winter um, fan fest is what mm-hmm. they call it. And So that was at in Glendale at the um, University of Phoenix Stadium. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go to that one, but I think maybe that being in December and then this one being in February. And on,
0: Valentine. and we on Valentine's We went on Valentine's Day. Yeah, we went then, on Valentine's
1: so. Day. We did. Uh, so I think maybe that kind of drew some of the energy down. Maybe sad's not the right word. It, there wasn't a ton of energy at it, but I would say that I, I had fun. I saw a lot. of I saw some cool, cool. stuff. Who um, would you
0: say the con was built around? Like what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the con was definitely built around uh, a, a one person in particular. Uh, the one and only Mr. Deadpool. Yeah. Right? So, Rob Liefeld. Yeah, Rob, Rob Liefeld, Liefeld
0: was, uh, was speaking all three days, I think yeah. twice a day. And it was also built around uh, George Eastman, the Turtles. Or is it uh, George Eastman? or It's Eastman. Greg. Greg Eastman. Is it?
1: Now I don't even remember. Eastman. Uh,
0: Eastman. Eastman. Sorry. Uh, Eastman. Also,
1: also um, Cab- Greg Capullo.
0: Capullo was, was there, but he was only there for one day. But those he didn't speak. The he Turtle guys signed. were yeah. speaking and signing every day and... Uh, Rob Liefeld. We walked in. We walked into Rob Liefeld, just fucking spewing hot air. Oh, God, he, he loves to hear himself he talk.
1: And I would say, like, it's interesting. It's interesting to hear Liefeld talk, even though how much Liefeld loves Liefeld, uh, because you kind of hear his take on everything that happened in the nineties. And um, he's very defensive about. He things. is. He is really defensive about some stuff in the nineties. But I probably would be too, because imagine how much that guy is ripped up. On the internet, right? Like, there's right. like a webpage dedicated to how he can't draw feet. So, mm-hmm. like, I, but I'd be like, but I, I invented Deadpool, guys, and that's huge. Um, well, at least I, in comic book culture is huge. I don't, I don't really like Deadpool.
0: Which brings but. up an interesting point, too, is I don't blame him because in the early 90s, no one was paying attention. Well, I mean, people were paying attention to comics and they had that comic boom in the early 90s. Yeah. But people weren't paying attention to who was creating characters and who was getting credit for creating them and creators were just um signing these contracts to create these characters for these companies that they didn't have really that much ownership of yeah and now that these movies are coming out and these characters are all over the place these creators are like hey you know what i created that thing or and i created this other and i think lifel is trying to get Um, word out there about other characters he's created so in the future when those movies come out like Shatterstar and Boomer and all the X-Force people that hopefully people know that hey I created them I don't blame him for that I've
1: read somewhere that they're they're trying to do uh, an X um, TV show Right, and they don't know if it's necessarily going to be the X Men because the X Men are going to be. It's going to be like third string so X Men. It'll be like X Force or one of the yeah, like Jubilee yeah. And, and
0: and like uh, Cannonball. I I, read, I don't know Warpath. if this is true
1: because I don't remember where I read it at, and I don't think it was true at all. I think it was someone was making fun of uh, the idea that it'll be um, Jubilee in high school, right? So it'll be like she's discovered her powers, and so that way you don't really have to show any of the powers, mm-hmm. right? Because you do like a really good job of like. Minimal effects, very Smallville esque, where you only have to show it every once in a while. Um, right, right. But at the same it time, she'll be
0: the lead. She'll be the intro character. Yeah, that we all yeah. Go through. And so
1: it, everything happens around here, but you don't have to have like her. She doesn't have to have direct contact with like a bunch of mutants, exactly. right? So she can see like on television. She hears that something's happening.
0: I know? will say that um, the yellow code does it for me. Did if I really, a, if I had a, if I had a like, cosplay, <laughs> like if I if I was you know a little Valentine's Day cosplay, I'd be like. Yeah, maybe put that Jubilee coat on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: that yellow giant red Yeah, Get those, she has get on. those sparklers. Put those, you, put those sparklers in your hand. You know, hand I, and let me uh you the, and I, those you, giants. You and I grew up in the nineties with that. They were like Brett the Hitman <laughs> and heart they sunglasses. Were, they were huge. You and I grew up in the nineties with that cartoon. Yeah, that and coat, with yeah, Jubilee yeah, yeah. being like she was the intro that yeah. first episode was, of yeah.
0: the X Men cartoon. Yeah. It followed Jubilee to the mall like she's fucking Cindy Lauper. I know, <laughs> and, and she was she was seriously Packed by a Sentinel. Yeah, right there, right there. Oh my there. god, that that's the, the geekiest thing I've ever said. Oh man, <laughs> yeah,
1: that does it right there. But you got to think, like that was my that she was definitely it was her. And, how did
0: that theme song go?
1: I'm not, We're not going to sing it. We sing it every single episode. I've sing okay. I, I just forgot how it went. <laughs> oh man, it sounds so good, good. Yeah. in the new mics. It sound good in the new mics, awesome. Uh, so uh, yeah, so we went to Comic-Con and we saw Liefeld and went through Artist Alley, which is pretty small. It's not nearly as big as the one at Phoenix. Uh, did anything stand out for you going through Artist Alley? Is there anybody who you saw... I I
0: liked I love Artist Alley and people yeah. I was talking to people about who don't normally go to yeah. these things like what did you do this weekend I said I went to Comic Con they kind of give you that look like oh are you twelve uh, are you, 12?
1: Oh, you let your cat out of the bag <laughs> yeah you out of the bag I do some people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no
0: to a couple people at work you know <laughs> um, and uh, they give you that look like oh what are you twelve <laughs> and I go actually you know like it's great it, you get to you get to talk to creators and writers I we didn't we, we were kind of palling around and just yeah. kind of taking things in. Um, but you get to sit down and talk to people who were the first people to draw. If we wanted to, the first people to draw Wolverine, yeah, you know, were there. Um, and this is a a character who's responsible for billions of dollars oh, in yeah. revenue. Yeah, and there's an old there's a guy in his 60s, uh, probably in his seventies now. Um, and he's just sitting there and he's just waiting people to come by and talk to him and chat yeah. and every all the artists, even Rob Liefeld, who's kind of a blowhard. We're just, they seemed happy to be there and just yeah. happy to be around their fans. And it's, it's, it's kind of cool. And there was some cosplay going on. I would say the biggest, the biggest, um, draw for me was that kind of artist alley. I used it once I saw that it wasn't going to be like a big event. Yeah. I was like, well, let me pick up some cool pieces. Yeah. Cause I know that you like, you're normally when I go to Comic Con, I'm taking, I'm taking like a novice. Yeah. And so it's, I just, it's just a lot of walking around and people watching, yeah. but it was great because this is the first time I've went with other people who had backpacks on, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, you're, you're a Comic Con pro if you have a backpack on, which for you newbies out there, it's a good thing to have. You're yeah. going to pick up swag. You're going to, yeah. you're people are going to hand you stuff. You might buy some art. You might buy some, I don't know, whatever, collectibles. You might
1: buy an unnecessarily large, uh, Kaiju from Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. And somehow your backpack is large enough to fit it in. Yeah. I'm just saying from experience that that, <laughs> that might happen. Uh, I, yeah. You know, I think I think Artist Alley is – Artist Alley is always my favorite part. And that's probably because um, – I've said this before, but like the reason I will pick up a comic book is what it looks like on the inside. And I'll flip through a page and I'm going to – artist matters more to me than writer does most of the time. And I think we had this discussion when we talked about mm. God Hates Astronauts. Um, I like looking at it, so I, I totally dug it. Right. Um, I could care less what the story was about. Uh, but that's, but that's me. And so, so that's what I really like about artists. That's what I like about artist alley is you kind of get to see everything. It's kind of bummed. There wasn't a lot of local stuff. there um, wasn't,
0: we would look for it. We were really looking for something to a trade to bring on yeah. by a local artist that we could get on the podcast and, and, and talk with about their trade. Yeah. we, we, we weren't. Necessarily looking for like something that was acclaimed we just wanted something that was local yeah just
1: something local to have someone on i mean there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of local artists everybody i saw there's a bunch of people from california a bunch mm-hmm. of california artists um which is cool and, and 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 you know this is the ones that they hit and uh i don't think the table space is where was very expensive for amazing con for these for these for these folks to come out and, and sell some stuff so there's some cool stuff there i picked up uh like a giant i picked up a uh, kaiju of Knifehead from Pacific. That was pretty cool, yeah. Uh, because where'd I you have, put it? Where, where is it at? It is in my classroom at. A, my out classroom. of the, out of the box. Oh, it's out of the box. i yeah. it
0: out of the box. I'm not. You, just, <clears> you put your fingers all over that. I that did. Kaiju. I did. Oh, you
1: dirty kaiju. <laughs> I took the kaiju out. Uh, I released the kaiju. Uh, it's in my classroom just because I have like a corner of a bunch of like Godzilla and other. Because where else are you going to put it honestly? <laughs> right, we got a it? wife and kids. You yeah, can't be gonna, like... putting that stuff around. Yeah, I'm not gonna, like, either the it kids
0: going to pick it up or the wife's going to throw it away. You <laughs> <can't>. <laughs> so, do you know, it, no, yeah, it. I
1: so it's in my classroom. Uh, I picked up. Um, you know, it really bums me out because I didn't. I got a little sketch from a guy, and I totally, I totally forgot his name, and he only signed his initials on it. And I wish he would have given me a card with a sketch he did, but I, I had him do like a mini sketch for me of Ultraman. Once oh, again. I have
0: the map of the, the con. You can oh, look it up. Oh, the, good. Yeah, I have
1: to look it up. Uh, so uh, I got a little tiny sketch of Ultraman. It was like 10 bucks for a mini sketch he did. It was kind like, uh, of like the mm-hmm. style of it reminded me like Adventure Time style of it. I really dug it. It's a little tiny. One. I'm going to frame it and I'll put it up in my office or something like that. But I thought it was really cool. Um, what'd you pick up? Good. Well, I mean, I picked up a
0: couple of things. Like, I picked up something. Uh, uh, um a real um, a cool um, Star Wars take on Disney thing from uh, Greg Bear uh, but what, what I think what I really liked and I have framed here we're looking at right now is um, uh, a Hellboy sketch by a, a cover artist who works with Jim Lee you gets yeah. to kind of sell it Jim yeah. Lee style he does like internet stuff for Jim Lee and, and stuff like that um, called Eddie Nunez, and um, that's cool I, I, I want to start getting more yeah. sketches at cons and yeah. we might go to Vegas Con and um, well we might break some that news later, but um, I was thinking it'd be cool to do this: I just pick a character, yeah. and go to every con and have different artists sketch that same character, yeah. So you have a wall of different versions. Like it's oh, like yeah. it's like a a cover. It's like having a bunch of different cover like cover yeah. song, you know, yeah, of like your favorite song. So That's what's good, your I like? like if you get a pick like, like um, uh, Leonard Skinner. You're like, <laughs> uh, and now Weezer's take on Freebird, you yeah, know, yeah, and like that. like that stuff. So I'm thinking. Like it's, it's going to be something that's going to be really cool or something you regret having so many Hellboys uh, in your house, you know?
1: Here's, here's what I thought. Here's uh, Comic Vine. It's it's a, a, like a comic news thing online, um, which is one of the sites. Comicvine. Uh, com. Comicvine.com. Comicvine.com. That, sure that, uh, that I normally go to. And uh, they do this at every con. They pick a random sketch and they have a bunch of artists at that con do it. So the last one I saw, um, was it? The Flash... And a birthday cake or something like that. It was a flash and something. So they pick like a character, a flash and a banana. That's what it was. Mm. It was flash and a banana. So you got a bunch of different artists' take on how would they draw a flash with a banana.
0: Well, I think I saw the artists working on something because a lot of them were doodling on yeah. like a cover. Yeah. It was like a cover that, that was obviously printed out and they were kind of working on it individually yeah. while waiting for people. What would you say for someone who's co- never been to a con before – but is excited about the possibility of meeting artists, maybe getting some original art, what would you say, how do you how do you approach an artist? What's a good deal? What's a bad deal? What do you want to avoid? Like You have a little more experience with this than I do.
1: The artists, here's the best part about these cons, is a lot of them, like they're there to come and see you, and they're there to kind of get you to go, hey, man, uh, what's going on? They want to tell you about what they've drawn. They're proud of what they did. Mm-hmm. So if you strike up a conversation, they're going to tell you all about it, Yeah, um, which is really cool. And so if you find something... Find something that you dig, right? Don't just go like, here's the first artist I found. Well you and I did a lap.
0: Yeah, we did a couple of laps. We did
1: a couple of laps yeah. before we sat down and said, All right, this is who I'm gonna this is who I'm gonna get something from. Yeah. Uh, and so really um I don't you know, I, I would say I like getting sketches. I like having them do something for me because mm-hmm. it's a one of a kind thing. Uh, so I like that, and they're usually not too bad. What, yeah.
0: What can someone expect to to pay for a sketch? I, it varies on how popular the artist yeah, is. Yeah, it,
1: it does vary on how popular they are. So, so um, there's, if, you, if you want
0: a sketch by a popular artist like a um, um, an Eastman, you're looking in. It might be hard to get at a con. Yeah, I know that um, uh, Neil Adams, who's uh, a, f- a famous Batman artist, years ago I saw him at Comic Con a couple summers ago, and he was. You could get in there and get a sketch. It yeah. wasn't Wasn't crowded, but you're paying at least a hundred dollars for. Yes, like a, a like a head on a eight by eleven paper. You Th- know?
1: Those are going to be a little more expensive. The more well known the artist, the more expensive they're going to be, and that's why. Like, um, I try to hit like. And one because I'm cheap, not really because I'm cheap, but because I'm a teacher and I have You're a lot frugal. of cash. I'm frugal. There you. a family man. I'm a family man. Uh, so hey, I usually, the kids I usually are watching hit like uh, um, artists that aren't that big, uh, and just because I kind of I kind of want to see what their take of it take mm-hmm. of it is. Um, and so I didn't know this. So that the, the um, last year at Phoenix Comic Con. I had a guy um, do a sketch of Ant Man for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Scott Goodlewski, do a, do a sketch of Ant Man for me. And it turns out, little did I know that he lives in my neighborhood, right? That's so I had crazy, I had, yeah. I had, I had him do a sketch of Ant Man for me, uh, and he was. I think he did. I'm trying to remember what else he did. Some covers for. He had done some work before, um, but I saw him there, and his sketches. I think I paid ten bucks for him to do like a, a nice little sketch for me, like mm-hmm. a headshot. And so he did Ant-Man for me and it turned out fantastic. It was either, uh, literally five or 10 bucks. He was doing right. like, um, he was cranking out like some quick sketches for people. And so I got that. and It was awesome. Uh, and I found out it was in my neighborhood because we're both on the same Facebook page for our community. Right. And then now he's drawing Copperhead for image. So right. um, he's drawing Copperhead for image. We met the,
0: one of his, his collaborators uh, yeah, at the con.
1: Yeah. A uh, guy who'd done a cover for mm-hmm. for Copperhead, um, so uh, so Scott Gladlowski lives in the neighborhood, and that trade comes out. Uh, next month. Mm-hmm. So it's on. It's going to be on the list. It's going to be on, yeah. I'm going to try to con him to come on to the show and, and talk with us about like the process that he yeah, does, oh to right? do. Yeah, I'm sure we can... So you and I can... Nerd out. Hey, is he out there? Listen. Yeah, he might. He follows the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, by the way, can you, you, use you can some find us on Twitter yeah. at, uh, at Comic Exposure. There's a plug. Oh, plug right in the middle of the episode. Plug man. right in the middle of the episode. I'm going to plug it. If you made it this plug far, it up. go to... Go do that. Go check that
0: out. You know, but I would say, I, I think you made a good point, and I would I would encourage people to do this. If you are interested in going to Comic-Con um, and you're like, oh, I want to meet artists and I maybe want to walk away with something, I would encourage you to do this. L- walk around the booths. Look at someone. Um, they, people usually have samples behind them of their art. Yeah. Chat with them. You know, if you're at Comic Con, you have some interest in comics. Think of a character you like, but these people want to be on your walls. Yeah. But the good thing about the cool thing about getting a, a sketch is, like, for example, my sketch over here with Eddie uh, Nunez is he's not a big artist, and maybe he one day he will be, maybe one one day he won't be. But now I have a horse. You have a horse in the race. You yeah. have an original piece of art by someone who could be the next Jim Lee or the yeah. next, you know, um, Neil Adams, and it, it kind of makes you when you're in a comic book store or yeah. Um, uh, at another con you can um, you see their name you're like oh my god I have an original piece of art on my yeah. wall by that guy yeah. I also suggest if you're if you if you don't want to hang them get a little sketchbook and then have them sketch it in there and then next con get another sketch and before you know it you have a little scrapbook yeah. of sketches
1: that's all kind of cool Um, you got a couple prints I usually get some prints um, I actually didn't pick out any prints this time um, I didn't really I really didn't dig a lot of the prints I saw at the con
0: There were a lot of great ones and,
1: two, and also like I've got so much stuff like um, I was like where am I gonna where am I gonna put it because we've got stuff I, re- I
0: regretted a lot of the prints I got
1: we got stuff in the office I put some stuff in you know in my son's room he's got some stuff mm-hmm. up from a couple different artists and stuff like that um,
0: but I think that's okay because prints are pretty cheap 10, yeah. 20 bucks yeah. I think I got th- three for 25 and I'm, I got them like uh, I don't probably want to put these up but I'll save them and they're great gifts. Yeah. They're great gifts because they're you know, kind of one of a kind for a little while, you know. And like I have an Indiana Jones one that I'm not going to put it up. But if I meet someone who's like, oh, you're Indiana Jones, you know, next yeah. birthday, you know, here you go. Check this out.
1: Yeah. Well, you found one and you gave it to a friend already, didn't you? Get yeah. Like I gave the Captain, uh,
0: yeah, Winter yeah. Soldier, the Bucky one. And they'll sign, the artists will sign their prints right yeah. there. So that's something you can't get if you buy the print online. Yeah. Well, that's kind of nice. Um, so um, one of the things that we kind of geeked out about at the con, which is very apropos to uh, comic exposure, where there's, there's this giant table of all of these trades yeah. on it.
1: That's also one of the nice things about going to con is if you don't ever make it to a comic book store that very often or um, the one thing about looking at stuff at Amazon is you don't get to flip through the pages. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get to get judge something really quick. You, you just get to hear what you read about it. Um, and so it's got this huge table of just trades. And so you picked up some. What did you, you pick up?
0: Uh, I only picked up one. I picked it? up um, um, the second uh, volume of Saga. That's uh, – listen, I apologize if you hear that uh, dog in the background. <laughs> I'm actually going to pause that real quick here.
1: the Dangle and uh, you know, my uh, my uh, wife actually read Saga, um, and she's like, she she, when she first saw it, she had that response. She read it later, she's like, it just seemed like I didn't know what was going on, and I'm like, well, that's totally what happens on mm. a first volume sometimes, especially uh, Brian K. Vaughn is like building a massive world, world, it.
0: yeah. It's and he huge. talked about how he started building this when he was a kid, yeah, and it didn't make sense to him, but and I, the the second, the second volume, the one I picked up at the con. Um, piggybacking on the one, that I didn't really kind of get interested in the one that you gave in the first volume to like the last issue in the volume. I was in When it started to come together, and I started to see where they're going with it, and and how big of a scope it was, and uh, following this one thread, volume two, I think is is really good. I think you're really going to like that. I'm going to let you take okay. that home with you. Um, and I I recommend anything by Brian Vaughn if you're looking for something to supplement our our weekly um or our um book comic book club uh um picks then i would i would suggest picking up anything by brian k vaughn start with saga i mean he 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 has no uh intention of stopping saga anytime soon so it's something you can jump on and uh read
1: so who's who's the artist on saga It's uh, um
0: it's a it's a woman um named
1: she, uh, uh gail fiona staples yeah fiona, fiona staples. staples and fiona
0: staples is um I think I think a perfect blend of what I like a good medium yeah. between what I like in comic book art and what you like. in it's comic book It's
1: super art. punk rock art. Yeah, I really I dig it because it's it, I like the colors in it because the colors are I like I like a lot of flat color in there mm-hmm. and I really like I like the I like the style. Um, mm-hmm. It's but really, it's also
0: not too boxy. No, it's not. You know? But it's
1: kind of sketchy looking too. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there are that definitely some really sketches.
0: That. I think uh, volume two. There's a she's maturing. Yeah, and. Um, you might, I mean, maturing in ways that make it a little bit less punk rock. I yeah. think because you don't have that rawness to it. But there's nothing
1: more punk rock than punk rock. James. Yeah, <laughs> um, but well, no, I Fraggle really- Rock.
0: What? How? How about Fraggle Rock? Fraggle Rock. Is Fraggle Rock punk rock? It
1: might be punk rock. It might. Be punk rock. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty punk rock. Yeah. Like they're fighting, the, like, fighting against the man. It's
0: punk rock until it's Hot Topic. Oh well, yeah. And then it's right. not punk rock anymore.
1: Uh, but so volume two is good. I'm, I'm going to borrow that from you and I'll read yeah. that or did too. you? What did you pick up? Uh, I picked up, Take- I picked up uh, Outcast. Outcast, uh, which is the new Kirkman book. Oh, Stankonia? Uh, yes, yeah, so Stankonia. Uh, I picked up Outcast uh, by Kirkman and as – oh, man. Why do artists have to have like the craziest names ever? As a seta? As a seta? Something like that? As well, How would you say that? How do you think you say that?
0: Uh, mine was very easy, Fiona. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's see, um, Azeta, Azetta, I guess maybe. Yeah, yeah. Azetta. <laughs> and so we're think, sorry, like we didn't mean yeah, no disrespect. I just we will tag you in the Twitter, Azetta. So
1: Paul, Paul, as a as a I'm Azeta. not sure he says his last name. Sen- uh, but so I picked up this one. Can I check it out? Oh, yeah, yeah, I gave up. I gave up Walking Dead probably about a year ago uh, with. Negan or Nagin whatever the last bad guy was and I just wasn't feeling it it got too like Kirkman was out kirkman Kirkman himself on it if that's, mm-hmm. if that's the way to do it um, but I had heard that this one got picked up I've heard some good things about it online and I guess uh, Cinemax just bought the rights to it um, to do a TV show on it because they're starting to make like non- like non skinemax stuff. Right, right. Uh, so they've got a show out right now. Um, what's the guy who's in it? He's like a big actor. I don't know. I've never watched him. He's like a doctor in like the early nineteen hundreds or something. I don't 1800s. know. I can't remember who it is. But so uh, Clive Owen? Is that his name? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah From so, Children of Man. Yeah, yeah. So Clive Owen's in it. It's supposed to be that's supposed to be good. And so um, I picked it up because I'd heard it was good. Uh, and I really I really dug it. I really dug it. Um, this is like my jam on art right here. This is like how how this is like perfect for me. Yeah, the art style on this is gorgeous. It's it looks like Hawkeye, but it's a little more yeah. it's a little more polished than Hawkeye is. And I just want you to look at this this beautiful reference to Constantine. Oh in the middle wow, you see it? That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, there's like a. In, in the middle of it, he meets a uh, a detective. Cal detective. Bungs, I'm
0: Detective Luke
1: Masters. <laughs> yeah, i a Detective Luke Masters. That's looks a great. Exactly name like uh, it, yeah, it's L. exactly L. like Constantine in there. Did you pick up another Hickman book as well? Uh, I picked up there. this, and then I picked up. Um, I picked up East of West. I picked up Hickman's East of West. I haven't touched that one yet. I read this one, and then I'm rereading Underwater Welder again. Mm-hmm. I would read through it once, and I'm rereading it again for, our, for next week's show.
0: And Hick- Hickman is a great place to start, too, if you're getting into comics and you don't necessarily like that traditional... If, if you don't like the super yeah off the wall stuff but you also are looking for something more than superheroes Hickman, Hickman is a great Hickman entry point point. Yeah. So and if you love Walking Dead I mean that, that same sensibility yeah. is it, they mirror that very well in the show and yeah. Hickman created that
1: yeah, um, so Kirkman, Kirkman is this one. Oh, Kirkman. Oh, Kirkman. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 Kirkman. I yeah, Hickman saying. is... Uh, I
0: keep seeing. Yeah, I always confuse those two. Man,
1: Manhattan Projects. Thank you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Wing and some other yeah, really bizarre uh, Kirkman. ones. Kirkman, I pick yeah. up Kirkman.
0: Kirkman is, the, is what I meant by the yeah. good blend of uh, um, not super superhero stuff. And, yeah. um he does have a superhero book, invincible. yeah. It's um, invincible, and I yeah. read that. I didn't like that at all. And you
1: know what? I, I read the first. I I read the first issue, and I didn't really like it. And when
0: all the superheroes die, he <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just kills off um, all the superheroes.
1: But spoiler, uh, this one I really like. This Outcast one. It's essentially about like uh, I don't really know exactly what it's about, but it's about this guy was possessed, or his mom was possessed when he was younger, and so he's helping out like a uh, a priest with like people who have demonic um, demonic possessions. Oh, that's and cool. So that cover is awesome. It is. It's a really pretty cover, and uh, I really like. I really dig the art, and I really did the colors in it. Well, yeah. It's just a. It's just a well put together trade too. It, yeah. The, the, it's got a good paper. This it's is glossy. this is what image is. Image is perfecting the yeah. trade game. They are usually their first trade. They get them out whatever, quick too. Whatever series they're doing, their first trade is like ten bucks. Yeah, because so they're I only have, like
0: they're only like uh, th- uh, three or four uh, issues. right? F- six? Uh, five issues, six issues. Let's
1: see. This is. I think it um, so said one through six. Usually says yeah. So like one. The, six. Yeah. So six issues and for ten bucks, man. That's that's yeah. less than two dollars an issue. And that's what they're cranking out their first trades at. Usually after that, volume two goes up to fifteen or something like that, right? Um, but, I think it's, yeah, they but they but like they they crank them out, man. They drop them. I think um, Copperhead comes out the same day that the newest issue of the next arc comes out. So they're under this um, like so images on this plan where. They finish an arc, you pick it up the next month, and you can get the trade and the next. Oh, that's new issue. awesome. That's cool. So that's the way it should be. Oh man, man it's DC is so slow oh, DC with their drives stuff. Me nuts. Yeah, DC drives me nuts because they do a hardcover, and then three months later they do a softcover. And then of it. what they'll do
0: is they'll take whatever family the book is in. If it's a Bat Family book, yeah. and they'll pe- they'll quilt together like. Oh, here's an issue of. We're gonna call this like, for example, our last one. Yeah. Your, we're got the um deaf in the family. Yeah. Uh, deaf of the family is a new one. Yeah. Um, and they'll piece together. Here's a Batgirl issue, and then a Nightwing issue, and a and a Red Hood issue, and then a Batman issue, and we're gonna put together. We're gonna put the title that you want on there. Yeah. But it's not gonna be what you want. Yeah. And it's gonna and be hardcover. It's gonna be thirty five bucks, and you're gonna be pissed.
1: <laughs> that's that's my big thing. So I'm reading I'm reading the um run of Wonder Woman. Only Wonder on trade. Woman. Only on trade. So the new 52 Wonder Woman, I've only picked it up on trade. I've never picked up a single issue of it. Um, and I really like it. I, I, my daughter's read it with me. Um, it's pretty, I really, I really enjoy it. Um, it's, it's a real family
0: friendly then one.
1: Well, she's 13. So I don't, it, I mean, there's yeah. some stuff in there. She's fighting like, um, you know the Greek gods, and so some of it's a little bloody. Right, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. say it's not a bloody comic book, but it's Wonder Woman kicking ass. So yeah, PG thirteen. I figure if I'm gonna like, if my daughter's gonna read something, she might as well read Wonder Woman, a positive
0: uh, female role model, and yeah, right, yeah, yeah. kick some
1: ass. So um, that one's really good, but I have to wait forever for the next trade. So I I I bought all the first four volumes soft cover, and then I had to buy because i had read up to it, and I'm like. Man, I yeah, need I need to read the next Jones part of the story. And... Uh, so I had to buy that one on hardcover, um, and I have the next one pre-ordered on hardcover Right. because I just want to I just want to read it. Um, but I'm to get the single issues, I had to hunt for them right now. Yeah, I don't really want to hunt. So they got me. They got me by ball the balls. Do you yeah, me by the balls. That's good. Um, so that's what I'm reading. I also picked up that East to West book. I'm looking forward to reading that. Uh, so. We're just about we're just about done with yeah. Our, our I mean, movie we still like here.
0: we just want to do like a nice little thirty minute chat to to yeah. free uh, freestyle on some comics and uh, hopefully we can uh, get one of these out between our uh, our two weeks of uh, uh, trades. Um, yeah. Continue reading your trades, Underwater Welder. Pick it up. You still you still have uh, a week to get that read. Yeah. Um. Um. I'm keeping. I I finished it. I'm keeping my lips sealed on it right yeah, now. Again, Josh and I. We don't. We don't. We don't wink, we don't talk, we don't... Despite all our inclinations, you know, sometimes I want to text you and be like, I know, say yeah. something, and... I mean- uh, So we don't know until the the moment it's happening. And Um, our
1: guest Jeremy's coming on to talk about it. And I saw Jeremy a couple days ago, and I was like, "So did you finish it?" And he's like, "I'm almost done with it. He's going on a back trip. He's on a backpacking trip this weekend. Oh, nice! So he's like, "I'm taking it with me to go backpacking to finish it up." I'm like, "Don't say anything about it. I don't want to know." He's like, "Please." He's like, "I just want to talk to you about it. Don't say anything about it. Be good." Um, So uh, that's next week. Uh, remember, you can check us out on comicexposure.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash comicexposure, on the Twitter at comicexposure. We're also on Instagram now, dude. I'm on Instagram. Oh,
0: snap, son. Comic exposure. Comic exposure blowing up all over the we place. We're on
1: many social media. So if you followed us on one of them, I'd be your best friend. Yeah, man. You know, know what? Friend.
0: Next time you're at a stoplight, take a look to your left. Probably us, too. Might be. We're everywhere. Might be. All right, uh, all right. I don't even know how. I feel like we need to do. We I feel like we need like a new a exit. A,
1: yeah, different catchphrase than this one. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna like, say bitch,
0: read your trade. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, we'll
1: see you next week uh, when we talk about underwater weller.